0: Sir, we've had a little problem. Two women are just arriving. They objected to giving up their weapons. Klingons do not surrender their weapons. Who are you? We are Larson and B'Tor of the House of
1: Duros. Hello
0: and welcome to the Duros Sisters Podcast. We are not Klingons, but we are sisters. And I'm Ashlyn. And I'm Rihanna, and today we are joined by a very special guest, the third Dura sister. It's Gabby Heard. Hi, I'm so glad to be here. <laughs> We're so happy to have you, Gabby Gabriella. Do you want Do you want us to call you Gabriella, Gabby? What are you
1: feeling? Uh, Gabby or Gabs or Gabriella, whatever you think. Okay, I prefer cool. Gabby or Gabs.
0: Alright, well Gabby, that's amazing. Just in case, you know, we have to ask in case you want to reinvent yourself and be like a Gabriella girl all day long. (laughs) Um. (laughs) Um, So I'm very, very excited to have you here. This is not something that a lot of podcasts do, is have their little awesome sister on a podcast. So I'm just absolutely thrilled. And also, it's a very special podcast for so many reasons. Number one is that... Tomorrow is what day, Gabby?
1: Hmm. Let me think about this for a second. Oh, I know. My birthday. Yes!
0: Woo!
1: <laughs> how, how old are you going to be?
0: The big one zero. Oh. Ten. oh double digits. That's what, amazing. Yeah. So exciting. So, yeah. This is a very special podcast. It is the last day of her ninth year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't
1: think that grammar was right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sometimes you just got to say what comes right out of your brain with no filter, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, most of my grammar is not um right, so... <laughs> That's okay, you know? <laughs> and we are so excited because this is actually... S- the first time that we are returning to a previous series that we have done in the past and we are returning to our pilot series which was the very first series we ever did for the Duras Sisters podcast. Yeah and something I mean we talk about this all the time but something we love about this podcast is that it can be endless you know we can return to series when we have new material coming out and so we know we're gonna have a Strange New World pilot episode coming up in May as soon as that Woo! premieres, so. I'm just so happy that we have this uh, flexibility in the podcast. Yes, absolutely. And of course, today we will be talking about the pilot of Star Trek Prodigy, Lost and Found. Yes. So this was a 45-minute pilot. So technically, we're going to be talking about the first two episodes that started this beautiful series, which is actually made for Gabby's age range and made to get kids into Star Trek. So that's why we brought our sister on here to talk about Prodigy. Yes, and I just want to mention too that uh, it's Nickelodeon that is doing the partnership with Prodigy. And for me growing up, like Gabby, when I was your age, around 9 or 10, I was just getting into Avatar, The Last Airbender, which I know you love, love too. We love Avatar. Yeah. Love yes. Avatar. It's so good. So That's I'm just a Nickelodeon like, show too, right? Yeah, I'm just so proud of yes. Nickelodeon for making these awesome shows.
1: And I mean, I like a bunch of Nickelodeon shows. I saw a ad for Prodigy that was like... I want to watch this. That's awesome. Please. Amazing. And it it was around the same time the girls wanted me to have on the podcast. So I was really
0: excited. (laughs) It's just destiny. Well, and Gabby, along that same line, we ask all of our guests just a little bit about themselves. So I'm wondering for you, what kind of TV do you like? Like, what genres do you typically enjoy?
1: Well, I love the Avatar and Legend of of Korra. That's really Nice. I watched some reality TV. Nailed it. Baking Impossible. I watched a few episodes of the Great Great British Baking Show. No, Great British Baking
0: Show. Yes, it, I love that. It's show. It's a tongue twister. <laughs> it really and, is. I know you used um, to be really into like princess stuff. Are there any cool like Disney Channel stuff you like right now? Um, I. <laughs> First of
1: all, that was in my past. I was, like,
0: five.
1: I was five. She's like, that's
0: behind me now. Every
1: little girl's dream is to be a Disney princess when they're five.
0: I am off of that. Okay, okay, you've moved on. I just thought of something. Yes. Harry Potter! Oh, of course. I'm obsessed! Yes. That's amazing. So you've got Uh, all kinds of genres under your belt.
1: Yes. I also love, like, the, like, realistic fiction comedies. Mm-hmm. Met, met for kids my age. I love those.
0: Those are Amazing. great. I, I remember watching a couple episodes when you were out here in Chicago of the one where they're all at that camp and it's hilarious. I was actually Bunked. cracking up too. Bunked. Yeah Bunked. that was hilarious. I like that show. And Gabby have you watched a lot of like science fiction shows or like space themed shows?
1: Um well Star Trek Prodigy is really one of my first. I mean I watched I think a little bit there was, like, an episode of one of, of one of my shows, Total Drama, that was, like, a sci-fi-themed movie, because one, cause one of the seasons was about movies, and one of the movie genres was sci-fi. Mm, so
0: epic. I know a little what? bit
1: about sci-fi, but I don't know a lot about it.
0: And you've seen Star Wars, but that was a couple years ago yeah. now. Yeah, I like mm-hmm.
1: Star Wars.
0: Love that. See, that's I, cool. Oh, this I mean, makes me so happy because, I, like, I just I'm, I can't wait to start talking about this episode because it'll be especially interesting to hear your perspective as someone who yeah. hasn't seen a lot of sci-fi, too. Ooh. Definitely. Okay, but before we even get into that, um, back when we started the pilot series, which is now like a year and like a half ago almost, yeah, um, Rihanna and I talked a <laughs> lot about what makes a pilot good, and something we something some things we brought up was that. It has to, like, set up who the characters are and what the relationships are. And it has to be at least entertaining enough to, like, get you to come back for more, you know? And so, Mm -hmm. Gabby, I'm wondering for you, do you have any episode of any show that you really like the pilot of? A show that, like, grabbed you right, right away?
1: Oh, Bunked. Mm-hmm. Like that episode, I was cracking up and like shaking. So tell me, was, what,
0: like, what is I that couldn't about? stand.
1: I it was so fun. It was about well the first well Rihanna saw one of the later seasons with me, which is mm-hmm. like about the next generation. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. But the first generation was actually um a spin off. Bunk was originally a spin off show. Oh,
0: of what? Ooh, from, okay,
1: from Jesse. Jesse was about um, a nanny babysitting the Ross kids. Well, now the Ross, now Emma and Ravi, which are like the older Ross kids that were about my age at the time, are now like sixteen and CITS at this new summer camp. Okay, that's so cool. And the four-year-old Zuri's now twelve.
0: So everybody's like, nice. a little bit older. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what about that first episode? You said you, like, couldn't stand. It was so funny. It yeah. Was, was there anything <laughs> I was, like,
1: else? I was, like, shaking. <laughs> um, and, well, Rihanna and I, and sometimes Ashlyn used to watch Avatar, The, the yes. Boy in the Iceberg, the first episode. I was so... It was so hooked. And I was like four or five at the time. And I loved Yeah,
0: that. we started you young on that show.
1: <laughs> yes. So I like had to rewatch the series to remember a lot of it.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Totally. I still have to do that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. I know I, I, this is a podcast, so you can't see my face, but I'm, like, cracking
0: up. Yes. <laughs> Gabby is all smiles, and I also almost yes. called her Rihanna. This is something that happens all the time. Oh. Yes, yeah.
1: yes. Yeah, and, yeah and our dad. dad.
0: He, yeah.
1: He calls me Wrigley, which is our dog. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he, sometimes he's just like, Ashlyn, mm, Rihanna, mm, oh, Gabrielle. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's like, like which one a are you? I was like, to get to right like are you gonna
1: call me Wrigley or what? <laughs> yeah,
0: you never know what he's gonna call you each day. <laughs> While we're on the subject, I also want to talk since you know we all watched Prodigy for this episode. We are now gonna ask a really tough question: Who was your favorite character based on this first episode, Gabby? YOU'RE MAKING ME CHOOSE?! (laughs) MONSTER! YOU MONSTER! YOU MONSTER!
1: I'm pointing at the screen, you two are monsters. (laughs) Not the cool Star Trek monsters. The hideous beasts that you keep in dungeons.
0: (laughs) Are we like the the diviner? Like we're just evil? (laughs) Yes, you are
1: evil because you make me choose characters.
0: So I'm pretty sure your favorite character is the diviner then? No, <laughs>
1: no. <laughs> okay, fine. I'll choose. Yes. <laughs> I choose. Um. You guys go first.
0: Okay. okay I now. need to well, think. I'm so excited to talk about this character. My favorite character is Rock Talk, the gigantic rock yes. lady girl. Yes. I am obsessed with yes. her. I think that she's like. Oh so incredible first of all the fact that like she is female and that like she's not at all what we expected her to be i think that like seeing her at first as this giant rock monster you're kind of like ooh, that's gonna be like a strong but kind of dumb intimidating character but then you get to hear her voice and she's just like the cutest thing ever and like even when they're repairing the ship she's like hey don't hit the ship you know and like she's just the kindest soul but also so brilliant and I just love everything about her. Like immediately, I was drawn to her as a character. What about you, Ashlyn? Yes, yes, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's rock talk, um, <laughs> rock talk yeah. days. Because I, I think Dal is funny in this episode, but. What makes Rock Talk so likable? I mean, you pretty much already said it, but like, you just have this expectation of like, oh, it's this big like rock creature. You think it to be like a really gruff like Hagrid type person, or like even mm-hmm. someone like mean, you know? Um, and then yeah. as soon as you hear like, hi, you know, it's like, whoa, <laughs> yeah. just, uh, you can understand me. Yeah, you can yeah. Understand me? It's it's so I love cute. That. Like I've never mm-hmm. been won over by a character so quickly. So yeah. yeah.
1: Dow, that's his name, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like he was terrified of rock talk at first. He was just like, um, okay then. Let okay, we're using the buddy system. Why are you my buddy? Yeah. He's exactly. like, no, please, not you. Yeah. No, please, not you. You scary. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, Gabs, are you joining us on the Rock Talk train or did you have another character that stood out?
1: Um Well this well, I'm like one of the people who loves like the characters that you don't know if they're good or bad yet okay mm-hmm. so i have to choose gwen yes nice, like, gabby. she's so nice she's nice but evil at the same time yes mm-hmm. yes like, Let's talk i want to know what gwen. happens
0: yeah yeah oh yeah i totally. i just, just want to tell our audience this. too that gabby has only seen the first episode yeah, um, so we're not gonna spoil anything. Well, we're just yeah. talking about the first. Yeah, so yeah, so no no spoilers. And Brianna uh, and I. Thank like, you. We've just finished the series a couple days ago because the uh, mid series or the mid um, mid season finale just came out a couple days ago. So we are done, and I'm just basing all of my opinions today off of this most recent rewatch of the pre of the pilot. Because yep. the characters do grow and change, but it's all about this first episode for the pilot. It's all about it, yeah. And I think let's get into Gwen a little bit. Let's yes. talk a little bit about her because I think Gabby, I love that you chose her because she's such a fascinating character to me. Like, I love the fact that right away we see her negotiating to like pretty much sell this kid, this cat child, this little cat Catalan they is a species. Meow. Catalan, yeah. I think it's called. Yeah. So it's like a yeah. really jarring opening because you're like she's so cute and she's like purring with the cat and like you know that she's loving yeah. but also she's like sal- helping to like she's evil you know. mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: like she's evil but at the same time she's nice
0: and like yeah. seeing
1: her learn all the languages and like taking and like really helping the cat that was so cute I was crying the whole episode <laughs> yes. I was crying the whole episode. <laughs>
0: Oh, okay, so let's just dive into it. Let's get started talking about this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so while we're on this subject, it seems like this is kind of a darker show because all these, like, children, it seems like, are mining this planet, like, working slave labor conditions. That's pretty intense. Yeah. It's really yeah. intense.
1: To power the ship, it sounds like.
0: Yeah. Like, to power yeah. the planet. Yeah, or, yes. like... Yeah, like, were they taken from their homes? That's what it seems I mean, like. They read yeah. in the thing um, that the the Kazon, the species who brought the, the Catalan, the cat, whatever, the Catalan cat girl said that uh, he had already given, he, they had already given every criminal and orphan this side of the Delta, which means the Delta Quadrant, which is like this whole huge section of space. So that's crazy to me that like every single orphan and criminal is now working at this like horrible mining facility it's awful it's a weird place to start this show i think i don't know how all of you felt but i just felt really like thrown off i was like what like star trek is about hope and peace and like discovering new worlds and here we're like you know on this planet that with this horrible guy and these like awful robots i was just thrown off how did you feel gab's
1: yeah again i was crying the whole time (laughs) yeah Like half the time it was sad, tears, half the time it was happy.
0: (laughs) I know what you mean, yeah. For me, I really (laughs) felt like I couldn't get Star Wars out of my head because there is an animated Star Wars show, The Clone Wars Show, that honestly has really similar animation to this. And I was really just thinking Star Wars this entire time. Like Even the way their hair is animated is really similar to that. And All the robots look like the, uh, clones in Star Wars, yeah. so... And even, like, the design of... What's the, like, uh, evil robot guy, um... Oh, uh, Dreadnought. Dreadnought. R- um, Dred- Dred- yeah. Nock, he yeah. just seemed really Star Wars to me, and so I, um, yeah, I was just worried it was gonna be Star Wars, and so... But I trusted the writers, you know, like, if they're making a yeah. the Star Trek show, yeah. it's gotta be good, hopefully.
1: Okay, so do you have any more... Do you have any more
0: questions? Um, you can just right start now. talking Maybe about later the episode. If, yeah. We can go wherever we'd like. Yeah, honestly. There's no restrictions. You
1: wanna need, stri- oh, okay. <laughs> <I> need boundaries. <laughs>
0: okay, okay, well I have a question then. Um, were you guys were you confused at the beginning? Like was it easy to understand the plot and like where they were? No, no. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah,
1: I was just like, this guy mining this place where he doesn't seem happy trying to escape and he can't escape what?
0: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially. Yeah. Especially this whole first sequence where like they're like prisoner zero has, or or like what is it? What Fugitive, is it zero. Uh, Fugitive zero. Fugitive zero. Fugitive zero. So, yeah, and I was like, like okay, yeah. what is going on? And then I thought, like, I they thought like so doll sometimes I miss
1: parts of. Ep- I feel like I miss part of episodes sometimes. Yeah, and I thought like I missed that part. Like, where they talked about what Fugitive Zero is.
0: Yes, Gabby. I actually was thinking, like, three-fourths of the way through the episode, we do finally get just, like, an explanation for who Fugitive Zero is. But I definitely felt like I was thrown into the middle of the action. And sometimes that's nice. And so I was kind of, like, in the middle. Like, I liked it because it was entertaining, but I also didn't know it was happening.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I like to know what's going on when I get thrown in the action
0: yes yes exactly and i think that this is something that uh like i didn't really understand what was going on until i rewatched the pilot for this podcast Honestly, like same. finally everything was coming together and i was like oh my gosh i finally like can situate myself in this like crazy planet and everything and um particularly gabby this is something that like is just a reference to another star trek show to the original series uh prisoner zero or you know, fugitive zero or whatever is at, like they just explained is a medusan, and actually that uh like entity was from an episode of the original series called "Is There in Truth No Beauty," and it's this like cool is episode no, where like my is there no truth in beauty, no is there in truth no beauty. Really? My I just That's heard that again, recently. Again, right. I
1: refer to the grammar that that makes no sense. <laughs>
0: yeah. I'm a grammar, grammar person. I need grammar. I need <laughs> grammar. <laughs> it's really called that is there in truth no beauty and it's this episode that really explains what the medusan is and how only vulcans can see like can can look at them without going mad but they have to have cool glasses on Mm -hmm. and so literally there's this whole section of the episode where spock's wearing these like groovy glasses so that's the only reason I... i knew even what zero was yeah i don't really know who
1: spock is yet
0: yeah exactly so um dot 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 well (laughs) this is the thing is like it's just crazy because we have a show that is based off of you know it's obviously a star trek show and they're trying to introduce a lot of things from the star trek universe but there's just some stuff that like is hard to understand if you don't if you haven't seen star trek but also this is an introduction to star trek so i think they're trying to do a good balance but sometimes i think they could have explained stuff a little bit better I I, I think that um, it does a good job of separating itself from a lot of other Star Trek shows because, Gabby, like, no mm-hmm. other Star Trek shows start in, like, a mine with a bunch of child Yeah, planes. Like, <laughs> no, not at all. This is really different. I have a question, Gabs, because halfway through the episode, things really start to change when they discover that ship in the rocks. So, like, what what, what were you thinking at that point? I was thinking, What? What? <laughs> <laughs> Especially like turning around and seeing the ship there, I remember just being like, "Whoa, whoa, hang on! <laughs> like, what is going on? Just like, um, why does he? Why does this like crazy guy with like
1: um with having orphans and criminals mine stuff have a ship that isn't his? It's obvious it's not. He already has this huge planet, and that and it would have been like painted black with fire on it if it was his.
0: <laughs> You're so right. He would like so paint okay. like
1: true." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it would be like it, and it wouldn't have the Star Trek symbol cuz I feel like he doesn't support it.
0: Gabby's. Yeah, Gabby. Wow, your thoughts. This are is amazing. Me. Yeah. Yeah, you're picking up so much. I'm so glad that like you feel the same way cuz like immediately you can tell this is not his ship and like clear and even at the end when he's like bring me my ship. I'm still like bro, that's not yours.
1: <laughs> like yes. It's just like it's so obviously not his. Yeah. Yeah. And especially with that Star Trek lady coming out of the thing, it's obvious it's not his. Because it'd be like, she'd be like dark and gray and mysterious and not want to help Gabby. them get out. Yes.
0: Gabby, you're blowing my mind. I literally, okay. So the, for me personally, the Star Trek lady was the favorite part of this episode. Because yeah. we know her as, they. she introduces herself as Hologram Janeway, so that's her name. Um, Mm -hmm. we know her because Janeway is on a different Star Trek show called Voyager and she's like an amazing captain. She's She's like the star. She's the first female captain that we see so she's like Freaking awesome! Well, I mean, we see other female captains, but she's the first who gets her own show. Yeah, exactly. Um, so it made me so happy to see this, and also because you know, as we mentioned, I felt so confused this whole episode, and then to finally see something that I recognized was really exciting. And since Gabby, yeah. I know you don't have that Star Trek background, what how did you feel? Like, how was that reveal of the Hollow Lady like cool or weird?
1: <laughs> I thought it was cool because I feel like I feel. Like... I felt like that people would, like, who have watched Star Trek would know who she is, and I thought, Mm -hmm. I was, like, a little confused at first, but at the same time, excited.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, like, like a good way to end the episode, for sure.
1: Yeah. And, like, and, like, how they captured Gwen and just fell off to the galaxy.
0: That Um, was crazy. I... Like, yeah. that doll's, uh, <laughs> his plan was to kidnap the daughter and, like, just go. And, like, I was, like exchange the daughter.
1: I, I feel like he would exchange her for, like, something else. I don't know. For all, the, for all of their freedom.
0: Yeah. I mean, low It's key. a good guess. Like, who knows what they're gonna do with Gwen, you know? It's like, they, yeah. they'd leave a lot like, of this open. Like, they
1: could force her to talk,
0: or they could just throw her off the ship, or they could, like,
1: brainwash her. We don't know. They, these right. kids out here brainwashing you know yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, they don't seem like they seem like sort of like the good guys who wouldn't do that but i mean you never know because it could be like we have no choice we have no choice
0: well when we don't know if gwen's gonna be good or bad and so like yeah. we also don't know if gwen is gonna end up because like dolls it seems like they were kind of friends he said we could be friends if we were in a different world and like he said you always yeah. wanted to see the stars you know and all that so like yeah. maybe but it's still open the air yeah. Okay, I have a question though <laughs> so it seems like Gwen and Dahl are friends but do you like guys, frenemies do you frenemies. Think, yeah totally. Frenemies is a perfect word. Do you think they've known each other for a long time or do you think it's just been recently? What do you think?
1: Probably because, the, because like he said you've always wanted to see the stars repeatedly in the episode true and what she and what point. Gwen said was quote was quotes. if it makes you feel better I'm never leaving either
0: mm. man your memory Gabby didn't take your me brain notes. is amazing <laughs> <laughs> Gabby your brain is in- in- insane that's oh my awesome gosh. I did take notes I did take
1: oh, notes I did take, take notes nice i just i just memorize them i memorize
0: them I'm, girl you're just you know, like casual us. i'm except i'm looking at my notes so yeah
1: same <laughs> but i watched it like really recently that's what i was trying to do
0: yeah that's yeah that's a good, good call to do it mm-hmm. and i don't
1: remember a lot like this
0: is a, sort of like a refresher well it's so there's so much in this episode like so much happens yes well and i think that's also yeah. something about pilots is like do you remember a lot like a couple days later you know yes yeah you do. yeah and for yeah because like they that try to you. cram
1: it all into one episode but then they mm-hmm. also save most of the adventure for the later episodes
0: yes. exactly like just enough to get you hooked but not enough to like give you all of it
1: yeah and they leave you on a cliffhanger on purpose
0: mm-hmm. absolutely yeah and i'm really glad we talked about like sort of where Dahl and Gwen are, you know, is in their friend frenemy ship, <laughs> if you could call it that. Also, um, I have a like, request.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes? Can we talk about Dahl now? Cuz we sort of got yeah. Yeah, we sort of got the viewers to. hooked in hooked into like thinking about doll, so I think we should talk about him now. I agree. Go for totally. it. Totally. Yeah.
0: What do you How do you now feel you about him? You go first, <laughs> okay. first cuz I need to well, think. <laughs> I mean, I think it's kind of wild that th- no one knows what species he is. Like he doesn't even know. That's crazy yeah. to me.
1: I think the species is tail lizard purple guy.
0: I Yeah, it's so weird cuz like even as much Star Trek as we've all s- as like Ashley and I have seen, never seen this species. Yeah, Never. and we know like a lot of species and it's and i
1: wonder if like in the later episodes we'll be able to find out like at the, like the very end of the show
0: hopefully that would be cool yeah it, it makes me really sad for doll because like when you're growing up it is it's really normal for all of us to know who our family is and know like who our grandparents are and our aunt knuckles and um, mm-hmm. we know like oh like for the three of us we've lived in Colorado like we were all born in Colorado and our family before that everyone else is in Colorado you know and so for someone yeah. like Dahl he has no idea like we he, clearly he's like a kid so he doesn't know maybe he remembers his parents maybe he doesn't he never talks about he's them. probably like
1: 13 he's probably like 13 that's what I'm yeah, thinking yeah it's really good guess But I mean mm-hmm. like in human years they could have like this weird monster year thing he could be 13,000 Exactly That's so
0: true, Gabs. Down. Or he yeah. could be, like,
1: one. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. How do you think he's able to, like, stay so funny and, like, keep himself laughing and positive even though he's going through such a tough time?
1: Well, he reminds me of a character from Avatar, Sokka. Yeah. Okay. Yes. yes.
0: I love that Because, connection. like,
1: because I feel like they're going to go crazy. Like, like, he's either having, like, he's making the corniest jokes ever or he's yelling at the top of his lungs crazily. Or he's, yeah. like, really stressed out and doesn't know what to do. That's
0: Gabby, that's comparison. so true. I love that because, like, I think a lot of times people will just say, like, oh, they're the comic relief or whatever. But it's, like, but also think about where they're coming from and, like, why they're yeah. always having to tell jokes every second, you know? And, like, what are they really feeling themselves.
1: They really have to keep themselves in denial
0: exactly key Gabs. Yeah. That's, that's some truth <laughs> yeah it's so true and like i mean i i watched the show mash with my friend jamie and like i feel like that's the same way with the main character we always joke that like he has to tell jokes or he will die like or he will like he this is how he has to do it and how he can function and so i feel like doll is the same way he's very much just like yeah i don't know what do you feel about doll ashlyn i was medium on doll I think I was being extremely critical the first time I watched this because I was like, you know, nerding out. This is Star Trek. I got to look at it <laughs> through a very like serious lens. Um, and honestly, like some of his jokes were kind of annoying to me, but I kept thinking, you know, this isn't meant for me. This is for a younger audience, but you Mm know, I'm, I'm just, I'm such a hypocrite because the second time I was watching this episode today to prepare for the pod, I was cracking up at all of his jokes. I I was like losing it. I was like, hilarious. they were hilarious. Yeah. So funny. So I really have warmed towards doll for sure. in In between my two viewings. He's Agreed. either the
1: comic relief or the or like the really serious guy.
0: Yeah, there's no in between. Like, cause I
1: remember at the end of the episode, he was very serious and calm to Gwen, saying, "You've always wanted to see the stars," and then they just end the episode. Yeah, that's and so true. Jamie's like, "Hello." <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, and I I feel like that's so true, cause I think like when he's talking to Gwen, he's definitely the most serious. Like, even though he'll crack jokes, he still is like a lot more composed and just like. He has to get like serious to talk about this and even when he doesn't know much about prisoners or about like the fugitive zero they're still like you know he's still kind of like oh man if i don't get if gwen doesn't get what she wants from me then it's gonna be like i'm gonna get you know really hurt by this dreadnought guy <laughs> you know so yeah, it's like, like he's well. gonna send
1: me to this alternate world prison where no one ever comes back to
0: yeah, the surface looks like that was awful. I guess it's not breathable air or something on that planet surface, that, or the moon. Thing. Is it an asteroid? That was I don't really know. I, I yeah, don't know. the
1: surface. That was the, probably the most confusing part of the episode.
0: Same. Yeah. I agree. So what I didn't understand anything that was happening the first time I watched it. This time I realized that because you know how when he's on the planet, there's like a big. Like dust storm or something weird, the diviner or, or um, dreadnought or whatever, he like mm-hmm. caused that issue, like caused the dust or the explosion to happen to let Doll escape and then lead him lead right to fugitive zero. And so that's oh, how yeah. they were able to find the protostar and everybody on the ship was because they, it was like a trap for Dahl.
1: But I just thought that Good was Good catch, like,
0: Ashlyn, I didn't get that. I yeah. thought it was
1: neither. Yeah, me confusing. neither, me
0: neither. That also helps our viewers. Yeah, totally. Yeah, for everyone else who was confused yeah. during this pilot, yeah. Oh, you know, Yeah, Ashlyn's got the, the, the info yeah i Mm -hmm. think that that's so true they definitely could have explained stuff better but i also feel like it adds to sort of everyone's like just the chaos of the episode Mm -hmm. like everything's happening so quickly Mm -hmm. i really liked when like he's going down to the surface or not the surface but he's going down underground and he sees uh the training or not training video but like the like (laughs) warning videos that's so so many x's
1: I guess the buddy system, them. That's the only thing you're allowed to do down here, I guess. Literally. All you're allowed to do is talk to your buddy that doesn't even speak the same language as you. Yeah. That's
0: fun. Yeah. Well, and Gabby, what do you think about that? Like, they literally all can't talk to each other. Like, how would you feel yeah. if you were in this mining That's why they and have translators.
1: That's why they have translators, like Gwen and what's what's the weird guy's name?
0: Oh, Dreadnought. Yeah. Yeah, he's a yeah, translator. Yeah, like, but,
1: because I remember. Because I remember that Gwen was just like, Why does father have me translate when you can do it just as well?
0: Exactly. Literally. Which also, yeah. do we know why? That's weird. I think it's honestly to make, like, the diviner or his, her father sort of be involved in all of this. But also, he's not involving her at all because he's keeping this big secret from her. Like, we learn that, like, he's been, he, he's, like, doing it is, right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Also, that part, that part really reminds me of She you know? Ooh, like, yes. that really reminds me of that, because, like, the main villain, like, couldn't keep his body together
0: without his suit. Whoa. Gabby, you're so right. I literally did not make that connection, but you're you're so correct. Yeah. Yeah, we watched the new, the reboot, so, like, the yeah. Prince of Power one. Very good. If you guys haven't seen it, yeah. go and watch it. I
1: haven't and, the, seen yeah. and I just, thought, and I thought that as we were talking, that's a sci-fi! True.
0: Yeah, it is. It is, and I feel like, um, this kind of did have some She-Ra-esque elements. I felt like a lot of yeah. the planet did feel like... Um, what's it called? The Fright Zone. The Fright Zone! Yeah! Of course. This the... felt very Fright, Fright Zone-y.
1: <laughs> She-Ra and Prodigy, remind me, are like really similar.
0: Yeah, now that you say that, I really am thinking about... Um, and Particularly the, the Diviner is a lot yeah. like the main villain in she mm-hmm. And I think that is sort of like... A lot of villains are just, like, evil from the Mm -hmm. sides, hooked up to machines. (laughs) Like, Yes, like, they can't keep their body together. It's so Star Wars. I just kept thinking about, like, this is Darth Vader, or this is is General Grievous. Mm -hmm. Like, come on, villains, just get your bodies going, you know?
1: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, none of the villains (laughs) can have their bodies together. Yeah.
0: Though, I do kind of want to talk about the entity who does get their own body, Zero freaking amazing yes. i think we should use Such. they them pronouns for zero i guess yes. because they said that zero is neither he nor a she which i think is amazing also like i'm so happy that we're getting representation of people who are not mm-hmm. in the gender binary that's so cool we're also, we're also getting representation of people who don't even have bodies which is amazing <laughs> Yeah, or have to, like, adapt using other equipment, you know? Like, Zero is yeah. technically using, like, their own form of a wheelchair or their own form of, like, yeah. a, you know, like, helping aid. And so I think that's so cool that, like, yeah. Zero actually made their own body.
1: Yeah, like, you know, like, those mechanical legs people use sometimes? Like, Zero mm-hmm. like that. Like, they're trying yeah. to help
0: themselves. Exactly. Well, and what I thought was really awesome, too, and it showed off Zero's skill, is that they created their body... All- like without even using arms you know and yeah, they have yeah how do you do that at some point that uh, zero was like i think
1: they like use it with their mind because zero is like an endless quantity yes. that like True. it's immortal
0: that's what i was they're thinking. immortal like they were probably just mm-hmm. like <laughs> like you know like more <laughs> or like the force. telling someone go get me this <laughs> yeah <laughs> Well, and I just, I think Zero is such an interesting character, and I'm really glad that they have someone who's really smart with technology, but also when they were like, does it look like I've ever flied a ship before, or whatever, you know, and I really like that they were kind of sassy about like, oh my gosh, well, I found the button that says go, so we better write that down. (laughs) Yeah, this reminded me, oh my god, okay, we have not talked about the most important character at all yet. Murph. No, we haven't!
1: Murph! Murph. Murph. <laughs> Murph! Yes!
0: Murph is adorable. Murph
1: is amazing. Yeah, he's amazing. Like, he got the ship running! Oh, no. Wrong, yes. wrong guy. Wait, yes.
0: is that the he wrong guy? He fired the torpedoes! He
1: did! Murph yeah. did! Yeah.
0: yeah! I was making sure... I mean, Jacob was- really like, put the ship together but yeah. murph fired the torpedoes liked, like <laughs> put his butt on yeah. the console and like fire the torpedoes it was crazy <laughs> well okay one of my favorite parts is the introduction to murph because rock talk comes in like hey i found another person to join us and it's just murph and they're like, like so excited to hear what murph has has to say and he's just yeah. <laughs>
1: Yes, Murph! I love Murph!
0: I know. Well, and see, that is... That would be such an interesting part of space travel, too. Like, if you are used to being around, like, a lot of aliens who have, like all different bodies, all different ways of speaking. Like that's gotta be so, you have to be so open-minded and like ready to expect anything as a light form. And so when you see something like Murph, they had the communicator on and they're like, okay, Murph's about to like drop some wisdom. And yeah. literally he's <laughs> like a dog, you know? He's just like- Yeah, a literally- head. He's smart, but he can't talk about it. Exactly. Yeah, that, yeah I shouldn't refer to him as a pet.
1: Murph looks like zero. The,
0: yeah, they like do the have brightness. similar colors. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
1: Like, if Murph squished into a ball and got, like, the same equipment, he'd be zero.
0: That's You're so, so right, true. Gabs. That's, oh my gosh. So I true. love that yeah like well and i just i think that murph is a great addition because it sort of has that feeling of like a lot of um kids movies will have or just even like you know young adult books or or whatever you're talking about that's in this age range where they have the sort of like uh animal sidekick or the companion like i'm thinking about every single disney movie has that you know and a lot of the elements of like kids movies and shows and stuff have this really like fun light character who's just like hilarious and does some crazy shenanigans. And so that's so fun that Murph is a part of this. Yeah. Yes, similar to like the Porgs on Star Wars, you know, like, oh, yeah. or like R2-D2, yeah. they're always like the cute, smart, maybe not the Porgs are smart, no offense to Porgs. Yeah. Um, but it's, like, something that's really cute and really likable and brings just something yeah. easy to love Sort of like the show.
1: Ewoks, too. The Ewoks, too. Yes, yes.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe someday I'll stop thinking about Star Wars. And actually, you know, I stopped thinking <laughs> about Star Wars right as soon as I see Janeway. Just all yeah. those thoughts leave my mind. And I'm also yeah. able to really appreciate the animation of this episode because I, you know, despite it looking like Star Wars sometimes, I thought it was beautiful the way that everything was Gorgeous. animated. Gorgeous. Yeah. Like, the
1: so stars pretty. at the end of the episode, I was, like, passing out. Yeah. This looks like Colorado when we're camping. Like, yes. gorgeous.
0: Yes. Oh, man, yeah, rep Colorado, a. Eh. Yes. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> like, I camped in other states, too, and it's so mm-hmm. beautiful.
0: Yeah, I know. Like, I feel like Gwen, like, when I, when he's like, you've always wanted to see the stars, I'm like, me too. <laughs> yes. Um, so I want to open up the table a little bit because we've talked about pretty much the whole episode yeah. now. So I want no, to. No, no,
1: we need to. The engineer guy. We haven't talked about oh, him. We need we to, talk to talk about Jacob. Jacob.
0: Well, can I say real quick, I'm so happy about the casting for this show, too. The voice actors are so fun. Jacob Pogg actually plays one of my favorite characters on Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Adrian Pimento. He also plays a crazy character, Dennis Feinstein in Parks and Rec. Like, he always plays sort of the, the, like, unhinged. Yeah, he's in The Good Place, too. He plays Derek. So he's sort of, like... Always this sort of unhinged, crazy wild card. But, like, I love that he's also this genius engineer in this show. Like, it's so fun that he's playing this role.
1: He's an interesting individual. (laughs) Let's just say that. And, like, how he put the ship together in, like, three seconds and then they had to mine crystals in secret. So good. So good.
0: Yeah, he's a genius. I don't give him the benefit of the doubt a lot of times because I think that he's just weird and kind of, like, goofy and not really my style of humor. But then I also remembered that he's a Tellarite, which is another alien that we know in Star Trek, um, that they, like, honestly, like, thrive off of, like, conflict and insults. And so I completely forgot that this is, like, how his species is, like, literally what they're about is, like, they argue all the time. (laughs) They had
1: to, like, countercross him with arguing to get him to join. He was just like, yeah, okay, then don't join you shouldn't and they're just like fine i'll join you should you stop stop pressuring me i'm joining no matter if you want me to or not
0: I feel <laughs> yeah like exactly this is the exact method that dad used on me when i was a teenager because i was so rebellious <laughs> about everything i was like i'm not taking out the trash right now and dad's like oh, fine, then, like, I guess you wanna, I don't even know what he would say, but it, I was, I was so rebellious. Okay, fine, you, sh- you should go watch TV then.
1: I'll watch, I'll watch with you. Let's watch the Cubs!
0: <laughs> yeah, he's like, let's watch football, and you're like, okay, I'll take out the trash. Yeah, ex- yeah. actually, <laughs> yeah. that's a good one, Rihanna. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's like, well, football's on, cuddle up, and I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> I'll be outside with the trash, excuse me. Oh my gosh. Yeah. No,
1: dad. Dad, if you're listening, I love I love watching stuff with you. Please don't take this the wrong
0: way. Yeah, it's yes. just football. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just <laughs> not our not our sport. Boring. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I play yeah. soccer.
1: I, I guess yeah. I technically do play football because in other countries soccer is football. Yes,
0: Gabby. True. So I
1: mean, fo- <laughs> so I mean, I do like football. football yeah. Well. <laughs> if you are listening from other countries,
0: which you might be. Yeah, we have we have some s- listeners from like the Russian Federation, and yes. I don't know about any listeners from Mexico, and, like, but Croatia you know. and Canada. Get it?
1: I can't speak Spanish. I can't speak Russian. I can't speak French. Sorry.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's me. I can barely speak anything. Us Americans so. are really slackened, so it's yeah. Yes, you know, we have to <laughs> I mean wait.
1: Rihanna. Rihanna used to speak French. Like she used to be like fluent.
0: I used but to be, now... like, pretty parfait. Now, uh, uh comme ci, comme ça. <laughs> Not very good. See?
1: You're good. You're good. You're
0: good. <laughs> well, what we really need to wait for is that cool translator. And yeah, seriously. And then we, no one seriously. has to learn anything. Unless you're Gwen and just, like, do it because your brain is amazing. Yeah. yeah. She's so epic. I just think it's really cool that she connects through, connects with people through language, you know? And I think that's how she also learns yeah. a lot about the um, people working in the mines and probably how she connected with Dahl so well, because she yeah. is apparently really likes to speak standard, which of course is English. <laughs> and so he's like, Do you why you speak that archaic language, the diviner, and I'm like, I think it's pretty cool. <laughs> I want to take this moment in the pod to allow everyone to say any last thoughts they have. Anything random. It doesn't have to be related to what we were just talking about. Just anything that you really wanted to say but maybe forgot to say earlier. Does anyone have anything like that? Ooh, me. Go, me, me, go, me. go. Okay, Brianna. Brianna. <laughs> um. Well, a couple things. I'm going to rant. Not rant. Like a good rant. Like a happy rant about Rock Talk because I have to do this more and I'm just like, so in love with her. Um, a couple fantastic quotes that Rock Talk says when, um, Jacob Pog is, uh, like, helping to fix the ship and everything. Rock Talk, uh, or, like, he says, like, hey, sw- like, sweetie, who can, like, can you go and grab that or whatever? And, um, and she goes, like, who you calling sweetie? <laughs> I just absolutely <laughs> love that because I hate, like, desperately hate when people call me sweetheart or, oh, like, baby or whatever just because I'm a woman and, like, or even, you know, people call me a girl when I'm like a woman you know and just stuff like that that just really irritates me and I'm sure that like once people real like realize rock talks gender and like maybe age or whatever they like immediately start calling her sweetie and stuff and so I'm really like that she was like hey who you call it sweetie you know and she got so on his butt about that that was really cool I also really loved the fact that um, when they got the translators on she's like hey I'm big not dumb you know and again yes. that's like changing the expectation of like Just because someone's, like, big and, like, muscle-y doesn't mean they're stupid or doesn't mean that they're, like, not capable or smart or intelligent and all this stuff, these, like, weird assumptions that people make. So I was just really so proud of her for sticking up for herself because, like, I know me, I would not say that stuff to people. Like, I'm not the kind of person to be like, hey, don't call me this, blah, blah, blah. I just sort of take it, you know? And I'm like, well, people are annoying, but that's just what they're going to do. And I just really love that, like, even in this environment, Rock Talk has not been, like you know, downtrodden or, like, feels really like she can't say that kind of stuff. I just think that that's so beautiful and something I really admire about her.
1: Yeah, she's so cool. Like, legit, I love her so
0: much. They're all so different, too. Yeah. I think that's what I really like is, like, it also is going to create yeah. such an interesting dynamic for the show because, like, I can't imagine, you know, this, this, like, ethereal being and someone like doll getting along but here they are getting along yeah. and like learning together and or like brock talk yeah. and Jankum, you know like you wouldn't expect them to get along but they are and so it's just so cool
1: yeah and can i mention one's relationship with that cat Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. so cute. Like the, like the Gwen was teaching Kat the languages. Brr, brr. That was yeah. adorable. Like, I'm very just emotional. The
0: cuteness. I understand that. It's too cute to even handle. Um, Rihanna, I love what you were saying about everybody and been talking about how different the cast is. I, mm-hmm. I think it's interesting yeah. that they call everybody on the prison colony the unwanted. So all the minors mm. are the unwanted. And so I feel like Even though everybody's different, they have this... Besides the fact that they're all prisoners, they have the connection that they are all separated from their family. And and they're unwanted. Alone, and Mm quote-unquote, yeah, unwanted. Yeah. Um, And so, I think... You know they can become wanted like they can become their own family. That's such a good yeah. point. I really like that because you can see them starting to work together so well by the end of this episode. Like I think in in the middle when they're all meeting each other it's like chaos you know everyone's try- like whoa you speak my language and then you know they're trying to get Jacob Pogg on board and all of this stuff and yeah. I just thought that was really cool. One thing I thought was really sad though is watching the rest of the miners and the slaves like waving bye to them and like cheering them on knowing that like they won't get rescued too. That like broke my heart because yeah. I'm like like it's so sad I think I sort of expect in any sort of Star Trek thing for them to save the day and save everyone but like they couldn't I mean they said literally they're like there's no way we could escape with everyone and so they do what's best for them which I think is good like if someone can escape and that's amazing but, but it's It's pretty still just selfish, heartbreaking. Too.
1: It's, selfish yeah. too
0: with this giant ship I'm like ooh, I feel like you could have at least brought more people
1: but I mean, it's a good amount of people. At least he didn't just leave by himself.
0: True. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I yeah, think we're planning fighting. to leave without Doll. <laughs> they said, um. <laughs> <laughs> the quote the Zero said was hilarious. Let me find it. They said, "Your ch- chance of return was low. Our desire to leave st- remained high." <laughs> I mean, leaving Doll mood. I would have done that too. Got him. Yeah, he's he's a little irritated, but like, I just, I do love that. But then Dahl shows out like how he's kicking butt out there when he's like fighting the dreadnought guy and like grabbing the little uh like tube thing he has to put in and then putting up the shields. Like that whole scene was so epic. I was like, okay, now I really get why Dahl is just sort of the action of the operation because he's just like going and doing it. He's literally like, I didn't even have a plan. I'm just doing it. Yeah, he's just clue. like,
1: my plan is to go with the flow.
0: being the leader comes really natural to him like when he's Mm -hmm. on the top of the ship like talking down to everybody else he is telling Mm -hmm. everyone what to do and rock talk needs that guidance she's like um what do we do i don't know and so yeah yeah that's me i'm just like what should we do
1: i said earlier i need some guidance questions Yeah. yeah i can talk to my heart's intent but i just need a subject
0: Yeah, totally. Yeah, and the random thing that I wanted to bring up um, at the end here, my funniest part maybe, besides I love the safety video, um, Mm -hmm. but my second part (laughs) was zero and um, dollar on the ship together for the first time and they're scoping it out and doll's like all right well can we run it like let's go and zero's like um we need at least 20 people to run the ship like are you kidding me and doll's like what do you mean and then zero is like or 37 appendages (laughs) he's like that's too many (laughs) appendages i'm like okay get an octopus and you've already got eight like let's go (laughs) yeah well it's funny because he said 40 people but 37 appendages so if some people only use one arm like it's fine you know, like, yeah yeah not exactly. everyone has to have two arms they don't have to be like traditional beings I just thought that was mm-hmm. so funny that was great yeah. that they, they have some really witty just like funny lines in this that yeah. I think I caught better like the second time and it was just cracking up me too um, yeah okay well then I think that at the since we've reached the end of the episode we should each give a recommendation and like an overall thought so like Gabby I'm especially interested in you and you don't have to go first. So, Rihanna, I'm wondering, would you recommend this episode to someone else to say, oh, you should definitely start this or you should not start this? And despite, I know because we've had a lot of criticisms and good things, overall, what is your impression of this episode? I think that my biggest, like, I think I would definitely recommend this episode, particularly to people like Gabby, Gabby's friends, like really anyone who's interested in this kind of genre. People have seen She Ra, like people who are interested in getting into Star Trek but don't know where to start. This is the biggest question that a lot of people who are trying to get into Star Trek have is like, where do I start? There's eight series, now nine. There's 13 movies, like where do you even begin, you know? And so I think that this is actually a really good place to start because it doesn't feel like there's so much that you don't know. Because like if you start in the middle of Voyager, or if you start watching Voyager, you're gonna miss a lot of like what the show is about and Starfleet and everything. But this show gets to introduce you to all of that and gives you a chance to learn along with the, uh, the, the characters. And so I think that's really cool. Um, My only thing is like I would give it maybe like not a 10 out of 10 recommend. I'd give it like a 7 out of 10 recommend um, because of the things we talked about how it is pretty confusing in the beginning and and especially if you're starting Star Trek like this is your first Star Trek show ever. It is a little confusing and I think it even for someone who has seen every single Star Trek thing possible, I still was confused and so that would be my only you know like concern with people watching this for the first time is just like are they gonna be so confused that they don't want to watch the second one or are they just gonna quit because it's like too much is going on I don't really understand it and so but I think overall it holds up because the characters are so intriguing the plot is really interesting and the effects, OMG, they are gorgeous, like, I would watch this show just to see how beautiful it looks, you know, and just the intro, how they all go, like, the ship goes through different parts of the characters, and then it goes through the Starfleet symbol, I'm like, this is just the coolest thing, so I would definitely give it a recommend, and, you know, just with a slight caveat that, like, you might be a little confused but just keep watching because this series is truly incredible and i'm really really enjoying it so that is my answer what about you ashlyn Okay, Rihanna, I you brought up a wonderful point. I've never thought about that. But it is a great place to start new Star Trek fans. Like I even think if our mom or even like dad Loki, I think would like this. I don't know about Anne. Yeah. Um yeah, yeah, maybe she's not. not really
1: a sci-fi person. Anne is our step. Yeah, Gabby's, Gabby's mom. 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 Yeah. 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 She's yeah. not really a
0: sci-fi person. But I feel like mm-hmm. dad would really like this. Um mm-hmm. so great point. Thank you for bringing that up. This is absolutely a recommend. I think there are so many pilots out there that are awkward or strange or feel like they haven't quite found their footing yet and don't really know like what the pacing is. But this show absolutely knows what it's all about. It has a plan. It's very well thought out, and it has a great start to the plot. There are so many mysteries that are dropped in this first episode that if they didn't have all of those along the way, the Janeway reveal at the end wouldn't quite be as satisfying. But there's, like, so many things that are started in this episode. And I'm just waiting to find out so many things. So I really like it. Uh, like Rihanna said, the animation is stunning. is so beautiful. And uh, I think it just proves that Star Trek can really go in any direction, and I'm going to like it no matter what. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and Gabby, before you say your answer, I want to quickly add, Ashlyn, what you were saying about Janeway, because, Gabby, when we were hearing news about the show coming out, I was mostly excited because I heard they had casted Way and they casted the same actress who played her um, in the show, Kate yeah. Mulgrew. They, she's gonna, she did the voice acting for Janeway, and so the entire episode, I'm waiting for her, and so I think that as a big Star Trek fan, it was really frustrating to me that Janeway was literally only in like one second yes. of the pilot. But I think it also but forced me means, to get to know.
1: Well, <laughs> I mean, but that means she's gonna be featured in more episodes if she was like introduced at the ending. Like, for probably the second episode, she's going to be in a lot of it. So that's something to look forward to.
0: Exactly. I think you're so right, Gabs. That's such a good point. And I'm thinking, too, like, it also gives us an opportunity to get to know the other characters without, like, me being so excited about Janeway that I can't even think, you know, because I love her so much that like, I kind of just go brain dead when I see her, you know, I'm just like, oh, it's Janeway, the love of my life. Okay, I can't do anything else today, you know? And so I think that that did help to like, okay, I'm first understanding all of these new characters. And then we get like a tiny little taste at the end for the big Star Trek fans or Voyager fans, or if you've known Janeway already, then you get that sort of little like fun, Ode to Janeway at the end, and like Gabby said, then you know she's gonna be in more in the future. So well, and I really think good point. Like having this, having Janeway like something that's so known and loved in the Star Trek universe with this completely unfamiliar crew, it mm-hmm. makes it a good watch for both kids and parents, like basically yeah. the whole family. It's good for people who know Star Trek. It's good for people who don't know Star Trek.
1: I'm a little confused why she's a hologram.
0: Yeah, because they don't. I, know I the was too, too when it? I first watched this. Yeah. yeah, Why is it
1: live and in person
0: Janeway? Yeah, like where's real Janeway? I mean, I, I think real <laughs> life person Janeway couldn't survive on the ship, but maybe actually no, Probably. she totally could. I bet. I guess, but like, if all the systems were down, maybe she would just why, been like trapped in there. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Hanging out in the bottom of the ship, like what? Yeah. Like
1: maybe if she, maybe she used some some like sort of like device to turn her into a hologram so she could survive forever. Yeah, oh, like because she because based on what you've said, she sounds like a genius.
0: She pretty she is. much is. She's a Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and my, quickly, Rihanna gave her rating. So my rating would be probably a, s- based off of this watching, I think the first time I watched it, it'd be like a 6.5 out of 10. This time I'm giving it a 7.5 out of 10 for the recommend. Nice. Um, so, Gabby, girl, what is your rating? What are your thoughts? Would you recommend this to any of your friends? Is this a good intro to Star Trek? I'm so curious.
1: Yes, it is a good intro. Like you, like we said pretty much the whole episode, it's a bit confusing. hmm hmm But if you really want to, like, get to know Star Trek, keep watching the episodes.
0: So it, yeah. it made you, like, excited to keep going? Yeah, It's
1: and I agree with Rihanna. It's a perfect way to start it. Like... It's a perfect way to start Star Trek. I'm so yeah, glad to like, hear this. I was, com- I was confused at first, but I have, like, an experience with movies like this, and I know that it will all be explained eventually. Mm.
0: Yes. Yeah. And that's, that's so a- great. That's something I've always really loved about you, Gabby, is that, like, you are very good at calling sort of the, like, tone of a show. Like, you were really good. Like, when you were watching Avatar, you kept predicting stuff that was going to happen. And, like, when we are watching Shira, you're just always, like, knowing sort of what the show is about and I just really think that's so cool like you really understand it right away
1: also another prediction I feel like they're gonna come back to try to rescue them they're gonna try to come back
0: Mm -hmm. that would be cool but like they're gonna run
1: away for a while and then try to come back and like save them and like double cross him or something
0: um Um, so Gabby do you think that you would like if you had a friend over and they're like I don't know what to watch do you think that you would like recommend this to them, or would it depend on the friend?
1: Depends on on which friend, yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, a lot of my friends like, love like, really, like, fiction movies. But I think the person that that I think would really like this is Viv. My friend Vivian.
0: Okay. Mm. Go Viv. Nice. Yes, Yes. baby. (laughs) That's Um, awesome. If you could rate it, what would you rate it out of 10? About
1: an eight point two because again stuff was really confusing,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but it was so good.
0: Yay! Oh, I amazing. have never
1: rated. I have. I've never rated anything under
0: a five. Mm-hmm. It. I. I
1: can't. I can't.
0: Even if it, especially if it's something you like or you know you're gonna like <laughs> yeah for me I would always yeah. under a five if I knew I was not gonna see the next episode if it, the pilot was yeah. so bad I was like wrong I'm no. not going in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah totally yes. um that's amazing I was just gonna say and Gabby do you feel like you just want to keep watching this show like are you excited heck to watch yeah! the rest of it nice. heck yeah that's amazing well, so we've been restricting gabby that she can't go on to other episodes until we record the podcast so now gabby you are free you can you can the whole <laughs> there are like nine episodes out now so you can watch that to your, Binge heart's, to your content. heart's content yeah <laughs> yeah and i'm looking forward to catching up with you about that and we would love to have you on when we talk about prodigy again on the podcast feminism yeah, yeah. we have a feminist yeah. series coming up next And we will be talking about Prodigy last, so it'll be the last episode in our Feminist series, but we would love to have you back for that, Gabby. Of course. Of course. Woo, woo. Love to. Well, man, this has been so much fun, Gabby. Thank you for taking out an hour of your busy life to talk to us about Star Trek.
1: (laughs) My life's not busy. (laughs) It's not at all. I'm, like, in the house, and I'm just going to be, like, playing video games. Well, then you
0: know more, all the more time to watch Star Trek. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, I hope this is the first day of the rest of your Star Trek life, Gab. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually going to
1: start Star Trek of when I'm 10. So tomorrow. Tomorrow?
0: Yes. Oh. So I know. Tomorrow. I want to I wish Gabby a happy early birthday. By the time this podca- podcast is out, Gabriella will be 10, which is crazy. Yes. So um, we are just so excited for you, Gabs. And so, so happy that you are just such an amazing sister. We love having the third Doros sister on here for our podcast. It's truly like a dream come true to get to talk about Star Trek with you on our podcast like i did not even believe this is possible and here we are i know yeah like when
1: i was five or six i was just like what trek episode
0: what (laughs) (laughs) what's that yeah well and it's today we're gonna have to uh maybe put some original series like next gen episodes on there so you can start going with the other star trek too yeah exactly someday (laughs) someday we won't pile it on you but you know yeah We'll get yes. you there. <laughs> I mean, you got me hooked to Harry
1: Potter, so you're getting me hooked to Star Trek. No really? matter That's if true, you like it or not.
0: Yeah. I'm so <laughs> down. If you
1: like it or not.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, listeners, we actually spent what was it, like almost a year reading Gabby all of the Harry oh, Potter books. It was books, not a year. It was seven. like six months or less. Six we months. Started we started in June and finished, um, like in October, December. Oh, it was December. Yeah, so like six yeah. months. That's crazy. Yeah. We were yeah. cruising, and we watched all the movies, so, like, cruising. you know, I mean, we talk we about the We haven't watched The
1: Fantastic Beasts yet. We have to do that. I know. Oh, we right. gotta get it. the it. I had the screenplay of the first, and I'm not gonna read it until we watch it.
0: That sounds amazing. Perfect. Wow. Well, this has been such a blast. Gabby, thank you so thank much you. for being in cat boots with us yes. for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's a blessing to have you all here. I don't like I I don't want to say that. Um, (laughs) It's been amazing to have you all on. I love hanging out with my sisters whenever possible. Uh, Mm -hmm. So thank you for joining us. And everybody, live long and prosper. Live long and prosper. Thank you for listening to the Dura Sisters podcast. Please tune in next week for the first episode of our feminism series where Ashlyn and Rihanna will discuss the amazing women in the original series. Please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter and check to see our suggested watch list for our upcoming episodes. Also take a moment to check out our merch on Threadless and our content on Tumblr and TikTok. If you like what you've heard today, please leave us a review on whatever platform you listen. By donating any amount per month, you can become a monthly patron and unlock our exclusive reviews of Lower Decks, the animated series, Star Trek Trivia, and soon-to-be Star Trek Prodigy. You can find all of this and more at patreon.com slash the Dura Sisters podcast. If you would like to contact us for any reason, please do so at the Dura Sisters podcast at gmail.com. So far, we have covered these podcast series, pilot episodes, family, love and affection, time travel, villains, and movies. If you haven't heard a particular series, please go back and listen to any of these awesome episodes. Social media and marketing is by me, Ashlyn Gelman, and Rihanna Hurd. Editing is done by Rihanna Hurd and Ashlyn Gelman. Our intro and outro was written by Jerry Goldsmith. And today, our intro was sung by Ashlyn Gelman, Rihanna Hurd, and Gabby Hurd. Oh. <laughs> Sir, <laughs> I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> yeah i was just like great point thank you for bringing that up i i think for me i this is absolutely (laughs) you're good i'll meet you for it um